We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. I wish I could keep this feeling. I wish I could keep this feeling. Everyone, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll be able to get your show pushed on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you for just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com backslash join. Check out the description box for the episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale. As we promised you on our last show, we're giving you a special WrestleMania prediction show going all the way through. One show, no commercials, straight through on this one. We figured we split it into two so that we can cover everything that we needed to do. And it's the theme of this weekend, right? Everyone is doing two shows. We're going to split ours into two shows. So... You guys are getting night one and night two worth of predictions right here. And we're going to jump right into it. No warm up, no, you know, quick segment, no hip hop today, no current events. We're going straight into it because it is WrestleMania weekend and we are mildly enthusiastic. Zero. Maybe. No, I, I am optimistic. Is that better? No. No. I'm, well, Dre, Dre is not. Um, so we will bring you the gloom and doom on this show throughout the card. We'll talk about the builds of all the matches or lack thereof. Give our predictions for each match. So we are going to jump right in and start with night one. Dre, we are starting. I don't want to start at the main event. And yes, I got to go through the stupid matches as well. So bear with mm-hmm. me. Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad, versus Natalia and Tamina. This is the tag team turmoil match. Winner gets a tag team championship match on night two. 
They love oh my shit. God, why are we doing this? We're doing this, this again. We just talked about this at NXT. We're doing it again. And if they do not let Billy Kay crash this and say, I have found a partner. And if that partner is not Peyton Royce and the Iconics are reunited, throw this whole shit away. Everything. Throw it all in the trash because obviously brands do not matter. I just saw Corbin pop up on Raw for three weeks. Brands don't matter. Let Peyton Royce and Billy Kay get back together. Billy Kay was great in this promo when they announced that they were having this dumbass match. So let her say, I found a partner and not be Lana, who I think she teased. Let her say she found a partner and it's Peyton Royce and let them win. That is my prediction. Anything else, I don't care about. And I love the Riot Squad. They should win. They should get into the titles. I don't care. I want my Iconics back. Yeah, this this match, I just don't care. This is this is abuse because I, I'm just <laughs> Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax have really had nothing to do. They just kind of tag team against somebody in the champ, you know, do shit and like they just had matches with Beyond. They had matches with both of the main events. Yep, for no reason. For no reason. They built the exact same. They built both women's title feuds the exact same way. Can they get to? Can they coexist to challenge mm-hmm. for the tag team title? They did the exact same build. Like we wouldn't notice, and it's neither so, of them worked. It's so lazy. So and, lazy. And you know they poor Carmella. They didn't took her her man and gave her Nia Jax after having her flirt with Bianca and have, having Reginald flirt with Bianca and, and uh, Sasha. And now she's with Nia doing TikTok videos. And he works better with Nia though. He does. I mean, I'm look, the videos on IG and TikTok, they're fun. And you know, it's fun to, to watch, with me. but I'm just saying the, for this to be this tag team turmoil match, there's nothing here. There's nothing. There's no reason that Nia and Shayna should drop the titles unless it's to Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. But then the problem is, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce were never believable as beating anybody. So it's like, even if they won, I can picture Peyton Royce pinning Nia Jax. So it's like, I don't know. You got to do some iconics like crazy. Blame Reginald. Reginald's gonna cost them the titles because doesn't isn't that his gig? That's just sticked, right? He fucks stuff up yeah, for people. Yeah, I just look, man. Let's just move on. I, I'll I'll say. I mean, Riot Squad's your only other choice. Lana and Naomi. It's probably not Lana and Naomi. Ugh. It's all gross. Anyway, that's what I'll pick in a really. Eh, it won't be terrible. It just won't be good. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's better than I thought you would say. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Boy, the build of this match stinks. I mean, Seth Rollins is tired of getting swung around. If someone just randomly walked up to you in random ass places, picked you up by the ankles, and swung you around 30 times, you might be upset too. Yeah, I so, just wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, see, this is what Seth is saying. So uh, Seth is defending his honor and his right to not be consensually swung around the room. And so Cesaro kind of is the heel in this, if you ask me. I mean, the other man just doesn't want to be picked up by his ankles. So either way, Cesaro gets his first solo match at WrestleMania. That's ridiculous. He has to win it. He should win it. I mean, Seth Seth has done pretty much everything. There's no shame in losing to Cesaro. Cesaro is, I, I say this all the time, he's like the most gifted and underutilized talent that they've had ever, I think. Everybody has had at least a moment. You know, even Ricochet won the U.S. title, and he's talented. But Cesaro hasn't really done anything. He's had the bar as a solo talent. He's just there's there. He is like the equivalent of your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. If you talk to any wrestler about Cesaro, they'll, they'll light up. They'll be like, he's, he can do anything. He's incredibly strong as shit. He's you know he can do anything. So yeah, Cesaro has to win. I just say the build sucks for this match. If you would have told me, like, I just did a list, if anybody saw on Sport News, of the greatest WrestleMania feuds of all time. And I started, you know, those of you who noticed, I watched, I didn't watch. I had WrestleMania on one of my screens for five days, 
four hours and 36 minutes. It played every WrestleMania from one to 36 with no skips. And I'd be in and out, I fall asleep, I wake up and I just watch. And I was looking at some of the builds and I was like, man, they used to spend a lot of time on building WrestleMania. And there used to be like really some feuds, there were some stupid feuds, but there were some feuds that you were like, yeah, this is, this is, this is worth it. Rollins and, and Cesaro deserve a much better feud than you swung me around. But I don't doubt that this match is going to be really good. Cesaro should win. <laughs> you really buried the build in the match. And then you're like, I don't doubt that it's going to be too bad. No, because th- these two can wrestle their face off. They just got a really dumb angle. There's, there's really dumb angles for really dumb matches. This is yeah. a really good match with a really bad angle. Over under 10 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, now we're getting... Now yeah, we're getting, I think we'll go over 10. I think, I think Rollins is a guy that can't wrestle an under 10-minute match. He doesn't... Yeah. Like, if he says, I don't want to, they, they'll give him, like, 12 minutes. He'll get time. Yeah. Um... That we have Strowman versus Shay McMahon Ooh. steel cage match. Fuck. Fuck. This is going 30, by the way. Dog. Um, this is the worst. Strowman match. is winning. Choo Choo Train is way out of the door somehow. That's that's my prediction for this. Shane thinks he's gonna outsmart Strowman. Strowman tries to run through him. Shane steps to the side. Strowman runs through the cage and to the outside and wins. There's my prediction. Yo, how Look, this or or he takes fucking he takes Shane through the cage. Shane touches first and wins because Shane finds a way to win these dumb fucking matches. Yeah, that could happen. That's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, knock over the whole fucking side of the cage. We just talked about really bad built matches. Oh my god, you're dumb, sir. You're dumb. Yo, (laughs) my man said you're stupid, Braun, and Braun was like, I'm gonna fuck you up. We gonna wait till WrestleMania in a steel cage match against a non wrestler. What? Yeah. You remember that time last year? I said Raw Underground is gonna culminate in Shane Spotlight. Somehow we got here because Braun was on Raw Underground and Shane was the man on Raw Underground. When Raw Underground disappeared, so did both of them. Then they both came back. And now they're having a feud at WrestleMania. Are you kidding me? Over being stupid? This is this is this is obtuse. This is like <laughs> why why would you like the, Shane and his little Peter Pan dreams? Listen, man, we've had enough. Like that was the other thing. Like as I was watching all these WrestleManias, I've watched Shane grow old doing wrestling, jumping off of shit for like 20 years. Like every like from WrestleMania. 17 against Vince. You go back to like old matches with Steve Blackman. You go through to everything, the Undertaker match and jumping off his shit. He's been jumping off his shit for like the last few years. Wrestled AJ Styles, wrestled The Miz. And he just comes back to wrestle one match. That's it. And uh, Raw Underground, sir. Raw Underground. This, this is what's... This, I think Raw Underground was supposed to last until now and then you get this match. I think I this might have been... In the plans, like long-term no, booking. No, I told you that the, the, the plan for Raw Underground was to get Shane over. It was never about anything else. Remember that one big guy, Kaba, Kuba, whatever his name was? He got drafted the Raw and nobody ever saw him again? Yeah, yeah, Babatunde. Babatunde, whatever. Yeah, but he, the wasn't, point, the, he wasn't as good as Omos. They didn't. Dude, Raw Underground was a joke. All it was was a vehicle for Shane to get over. And somehow, even though Raw Underground and its dancers and its really bad crowds and all that shit got canceled, Shane still gets his match at WrestleMania. And he's going to get more time than most of the talent. That's, they got to stop doing this, man. They got to. Nobody wants this. Nobody asked for this. I don't think anybody wants this match. I, I can't find one person be like, yeah, I want a Braun versus Shane in a, cage, in a stipulation match. It has to be a stipulation. He needs something to jump off of. Just, just make it a match that I need. Make it a trampoline match. And there will somehow be a, a chair or some type of trash can in there so he can do the coast to coast. So uh, that's that's that. We have New Day, Kofi and Xavier versus AJ and Omos, the giant Omos. Um, AJ and Omos are winning because there's no other reason to do this fucking match. And I found out that it's the only title AJ has not held. So this would make him a grand 
Slam champion, which I'm sure, I mean, Vince, of all the people that aren't homegrown, I think AJ has been Vince's favorite. Yeah, I was thinking this, man. Maybe since like the early 90s, AJ is his favorite non-homegrown wrestler. I, I've never seen him take to someone like that. No, it's incredible. And much credit to AJ. Like AJ came over from Impact, did the New Japan thing, came in, had fucking incredible matches with John Cena. We know he can wrestle, but he's figured it out. I have nothing bad to say about AJ Styles. I have something bad to say about this match. It's why are we doing this? Because the I keep saying this every week should have just been Kofi versus Ali. That's the match that should have happened. They had the storyline. And there's no doubt in my mind that Kofi versus Mustafa Ali was going to be excellent. But now we're doing a tag match. And I was like, all right, we're going to do a tag match. New Day versus the Hurt Business. Nope, not doing that either. Want to know why? Because we're going to inexplicably break them up, have them drop the titles for no reason. So yeah. what do we get in this place? Almost was not wrestling match. No. And AJ First Styles, match ever. And AJ Styles, who is an incredible wrestler, against Kofi and Woods, who were the longest, they had the longest reign as tag team champions ever as part of the New Day. And they, I don't know how many goddamn times they've had times they have these tag titles now. But yeah, they can lose and people will be like, oh, whatever. But then it's just like, what do you do after this? You can't, almost in like Indy Hartwell on NXT, like you gotta hide them. Cause they're not good. AJ's gotta do all the heavy lifting in this match. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not gonna be that long, so you don't gotta hide him for oh, that long. Yeah, no, it should it should be short. Woods will probably eat the pin, and then yeah. he'll go host the G four show with video yeah. games and move on. I mean, it so is. Weird. There you go. Um, and then we have are they already the longest, the most reigning in terms of so. tag team title champions? They're gonna be like, like number twelve or thirteen or something. Yeah, they're like on some Ric Flair level shit with this. Yeah, that's wild. Um, shout out to them. Fuck it, take it out. You can get it. Yeah. And then uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Wait, I'm glad this, this ended up as a tag. Okay, so right, I just watched Raw on mute because <laughs> I couldn't take it. It was the worst oh. on Raw show ever. <laughs> you, you missed Bad Bunny throwing one hell of a punch then because oh. this motherfucker, like, it looked great. Shane McMahon needs to take lessons from Bad Bunny. Bad Incredible. Bunny might actually be good. Incredible. I want to be sports entertained, so I, I'm totally fine with Bad Bunny. I was just wondering because there were rumors about Morrison and Priest being injured, and I was like, God, they got to put him in this match because Bad Bunny can't just wrestle a one-on-one match with the Miz. He'll get ate up in there. Yeah. So if they're back in the match, all right, cool. I just Bad Bunny's also going to be jumping off of shit. So you know, it's going to leave Kevin Owens very limited options because he loves jumping off of shit, and I know he's like looking around. and was like, you're going to jump off of that. You're going to jump off. Well, what can I do? Bad Bunny's jumping off of something. Yes. <laughs> maybe, it's just, maybe it's just maybe yes. just a dive to the outside though, because maybe you know the, his insurance policy is like, look, man, we ain't covering this shit. You I don't think he gives a fuck. He's crazy. Like he's, I think he he really loves this shit. Like he he does. He's just like, yo, no, I'm not gonna go out there and just be an idiot with like I'm going out there and put on the show. Like yeah. this motherfucker's probably always wanted to wrestle. Like he really wants yeah. to wrestle. Like on some real Clear. shit. So like, it's I'm thinking Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's gonna get the pin. Yeah, yeah. Bad, celebrities don't lose, and then Bad Bunny. Honestly, Bad Bunny's had the best build out of anyone leading up to WrestleMania. The story makes sense. It's been consistent. He had the 24-7 title. He dropped that. Like, he's been more protected than anyone. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I I, I fully expect to be sports entertained. And I'm going in this match expecting to be sports entertained. Just like Floyd and Big Show. I'm and you know, like, I just want to be entertained. I'm not looking for a great wrestling match. So I, I expect to just have fun with this goofy ass match. Just don't fuck it up. Yep. And then uh, don't give it 25 minutes. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Drew Mack for the WWE Championship, which looks like it is the co-main event. Well, I mean, it's not how we wanted to get to Sasha and Bianca being the main event, but Fuck it, we take how we can get it. If five, five years from now, we won't remember a build. Like five years from now, it'll just be an iconic moment. You know, it's funny because when I was watching WrestleMania uh, 35 again, I didn't realize how smack dab in the middle of that car Kofi versus Daniel Bryan was. <laughs> smack dab. Like it wasn't even close to the end. No, no, like, no it was right in the middle. 
that match happens. We go crazy, which if you, if you haven't, go back and watch this match as a wrestling match. It's really fucking good. Like, I was, like, astounded because we were all emotional and all in the moment of watching wanting Kofi win that we were just hinging on, you know, can Kofi win? If you go back and actually watch this match, yo, this is an incredible match. But then it's funny because that match ends and, like, then I was, like, I left the room. I came back in. Samoa Joe was walking out. I was, like, he wrestled at WrestleMania? Yes, he squashed Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he did. Then you had Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Then you had uh, what else was there? There was like four or five matches after this. There was like a Baron Corbin match, I think. Um, it might have been. Wait, that had to be before Miz, because they had that Miz Shane match, right? I, I think, think Miz and Shane been... was before, was if before? I remember correctly. So there was a Finn Balor match. Yes, for the that's IC it. title. Balor versus Lashley. Entrance. Okay. Balor versus Lashley. Yeah, he um, had a good entrance. Um, and I want to... Nah, I think that was earlier. And that but was it. The point, the point is... The is women's that, match to close yeah, out. Yeah, the point is, is that you're right. Wherever the match ends up, I probably won't care. Because Kofi and Bryan was the best match on that card. A super memorable moment. But it was like right in the middle of the card. So who cares? Um, <laughs> that being said, I... I, was, I thought I was going to love this Lashley McIntyre match because of the Hurt Business. And they've just said, fuck you. Fuck the Hurt Business. They shit the bed for Baron Corbin. Yeah, like Baron Corbin's being involved in this shit. Like, listen, man. Uh, the Hurt Business didn't deserve this. No. MV, MVP especially. Because Shelton and, and Cedric are done. I'm sorry. They're going to be doing They're in the Andre the Giant memorial bullshit yeah but mvp has built this fantastic stable that he was a mouthpiece of and he could have done this for a long time and no matter what happened because a lot of people just fully expected drew to retain to get his title back at wrestlemania so people if he would have lost i don't care they could have went back to being the hurt business but if you just look just a month ago they had all the gold not that i'm not even a faction anymore so i'm very unhappy with this i think the match will just be okay and drew will win and then I, I don't agree. know what you do with it. I don't know what you do with Lashley now. I, I don't know what you do with any of these guys. You fucked me uh, up. Honestly, I mean, listen, it's it's hard. I'm not going to say they're going to do it because um, I have no faith that they'll do something that's smart. But you can honestly say, like, yo, you turned your back on the Hurt Business. We're the reason why we had all this success. Together we have success. You fucked it up. You got power hungry. You ended up losing the title to Drew Mack. We're stronger together as brothers. This is the proof. And then Lashley says, you know what? You're right. And they are back together. He realizes he lost because he screwed them over. That is 100% not happening. No, but I'm just saying, like, it'd be smart. You can put them right back together. Um, It's just not doing it. It's just like them, what are they going to do? Put back retribution? Fuck out of here. Once it's over, it's over. Especially in this company. Yeah, so listen, I don't think it's gonna happen either. And then Lashley will be back to losing every Mania match like years before. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won one yet. So uh, since he returning. won against Umaga, he wants the hair versus hair match with Vince no. Since Trump. returning, since returning. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that one goes. Um, I'm gonna also take Drew Mack to win this one. I think they just want to give him his moment in front of a crowd. So. Yeah. Whatever, unless Corbin comes in and they stick Corbin in this fucking thing again and he costs Drew Mack. And the only reason Lashley could win is because of Corbin. Great way to make him look strong. So that's also a possibility in the shitty match. Uh, Before we go to the main event, you uh, reminded me of something. You mentioned the Kofi match and Daniel Bryan to go back to watch it. And it was a great match. What's weird, and I'm going to sound super privileged, but I'm going to fuck. This is the truth, people. WrestleMania, if you're looking to watch the matches and actually enjoy the matches, is best not experienced from the floor. Yeah. We were too close. You get caught up in the spectacle, in the rigmarole of everything else, being on the floor that you miss the nuances of the match. I see more when I'm on that first level up and I enjoy more of the match. Because literally, you have to go back and watch this because we were just caught up in yelling and chanting and the edge. Like, it was cool, but you don't get the 
the nuances of the match from being on the floor. We were too close. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought you were perspective. Say, I thought you were gonna say if you really want to enjoy it, watch it from home. No, like, no, 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 because it's great going there. But when I went to WrestleMania 35, like I liked being a little further away. Maybe, yeah. maybe if you're on the floor by the ramp, it's cool, it's all right. But like being what were we? We were third row, and it was our third straight major pay per view where we were third or second row on the floor, and it was too close. Too close. Like Royal Rumble, we paid more attention to the people getting eliminated and walking yeah. by us than we did to the match. So yeah, we were, we were spoiled. It was fun while it lasted. I love having my chairs, but it's it's a lot better to watch it from that aerial view. Nonetheless, my privileged take is done now. Um, main event, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Listen, they got rid of the nerd shit with the Butler dude. They got rid of, oh my God, they got to be a tag team and coexist against Nia and shit. All that shit went, the last two weeks, at least they focused on them. Should have been the whole damn time. Last two weeks, they just focused on them. And I think that is what, that and Sasha publicly on every social media, just saying, yo, we are the main event. I think that's enough to push it into the main event. And... I expect it to get like 20 minutes. I expect this to be a really good match. Sasha fucking Banks, she can wrestle. Yeah, but who are you picking to win? Oh, shit. Bianca Belair is winning. I'm surprised Sasha held the belt for this long. They barely let her hold it for a cup of tea. I know. So Bianca's winning. And that, you know what? Rightfully so. Sasha will be fine. Like Sasha, Sasha go off and record another season of Mandalorian. She can go be in a movie. I this might be the last year they have Sasha as a full-time worker. I think she's gone. Like, I think she's on the Cena path. I, I think she's gone and she'll be a halftime for a second, a half Hollywood, half WWE star, and eventually come back once every two years, like The Rock. I think I she's know. almost gone. Sasha really loves wrestling. She does love pro wrestling, but I, I think a new challenge in Hollywood where you kind of control your own fate might listen, man, John Cena fucking loves pro wrestling. He still comes back because he loves it. He don't need this shit no more. He did a, a firehouse firefly Funhouse match with the fiend. Cause he just wanted to be part of something. He couldn't take bumps under contract. She'll come back, but I, she's not going to disappear like the rock, but I, I see her going half and half. So the match itself, I think it, it should be really good. Um, there may be a botch or two. I think they might get really ambitious. Bianca's yeah. on the big stage. She might be a little nervous. It's a Sasha match. Yeah. Yeah, she, she always is going to try to do something to kill herself. Yep. So it could be a botch. I think this will still be a good match. I've been going back and forth. And I think I want to say that Vince and company are going back and forth on this too. Sasha doesn't win WrestleMania matches. Mm-mm. She's over. Yep. Like, she's lost the tag titles. She's lost both the title matches. She, she just loses at WrestleMania. Like, that's just her thing. So there's part of me that says, well, maybe she does need to win. But then at the same time, Bianca, she's also lost. She never got the NXT title. She never beat Shayna for the NXT title. And she just run the Royal Rumble. And I felt like if they were going to put the title on it, they could have gave her a lot more momentum heading into this match. But you bring up a point. If Sasha's going to go film The Mandalorian 2, there's the time to drop the title. Yeah. So I want to pick Bianca in a very tearful victory. Her family's going to be there. Her family was there when she lost to Shayna. Yeah. Um, um, Montez, he ain't doing nothing. He'll come out of catering. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think, I think this is Bianca's time, but I, I really wouldn't be surprised if, if, Sasha won. This is a match where I really don't know who's going to win. I think I know who should win, but I don't know. I just hope it's a really good match. I hope they get the spotlight. And um, Black women, uh, I'm so glad to see like two Black women fight for the title. Never happened before. Never happened before. So, yeah. Yep. So, can't hate on it. It's going to be good. Um, Night two. Like I said, no commercial. Straight through for us on this one. Oh, it's it's a long fucking episode. (laughs) So You know the card is going to be long. Um, night two, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus whoever wins the tag team turmoil match. Um, I don't, we can't predict this. We don't know who's going to win. Give me the I iconics. Am. I'm just going to say Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler retain. Yeah, sure. 
cool. Like moving on. Um, <laughs> to bigger and better things. Riddle, not Mad Riddle. Riddle versus Sheamus. United States Championship match. If they get twelve minutes, I think it'd be a decent match. I mean, I don't know if we care about the outcome at all, but uh, give me Riddle to retain because this is the perfect spot for them to do some dumb shit and like just make Sheamus win and bury new talent because they they are great for that. But uh, give me Riddle just because I I think Vince secretly deep down likes to stone their shit, so give me Riddle. Um. Look, man, Sheamus has quietly put together a good year in the ring. And him and Matt Riddle could actually have a really good match. I just don't know why we're doing this match. And Riddle, I just, the fucking birds flying out of his feet. Like, it, they, it's, this is so goofy. If I was like, if you gave me uh, WWE 2K as an eight-year-old, that's some shit I would do. I'd have him ride a scooter and I have, like, fucking birds fly out of his feet. That's what I feel yeah, like. I mean, they're, they're marketing to that age group, too. So, I mean, yeah. Are they marketing weed to them, too? Because clearly, the angle on that, that I listened to on Raw was Riddle was interacting with the New Day, and Kofi's like, ah, I want some milk and cookies now. They were clearly saying that Riddle was high. It's, it's innuendo. It's pretty I mean, strong innuendo. Shrek has strong innuendo. So, what do you, what do you want? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't Anyway, I think this match... Like I said, Sheamus has done good work in the ring lately. I think this could be a good match. Riddle should retain. I just, I'm not sold on Riddle in this position. It just hasn't worked for me at all. No, it'll keep him on TV for now. Yeah. Um, Then we have what has the ability to be the match of the weekend? Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. But Logan Paul's involved. Oh, with Logan Paul. That's fine. Like, he's going to eat a stunner. Like that's that's all he's there to do. It gets casual eyes. We we seen this shit. We we cover boxing. We understand. Uh, but no. But see, no. This felt. This Kevin Owens could jump off of something. He might jump off the ship. This reeks of desperation. Logan Paul being in this match reeks of desperation because they just add him to it. Like they don't even know what they're doing with him. It's just they're just like Logan Paul is going to be there for the premiere of my documentary trailer. Why? There's no there's no tie. To Logan Paul to either of these two. They just wanted to get a celebrity on to get some extra eyeballs. And I don't know if it's going to work. Um, but, you know, just like I know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are matching. Yep. And that's all I need. I don't depending care on how much they time they have. Like, I hate the build. I hate everything about the match until the match happens. And I go, yeah, that's why they did it. So I figured that's why they're going to do it. And um, I'm going to pick Sami Zayn to win. Because he kind of needs it. He does. I'm taking Kevin Owens uh, to win because I don't. I don't know. I don't think they look at Sammy past this funny heel role. So it's probably true. Like either guy Kevin could win. Owens. Either guy could win. Either guy um, could win. It's gonna be a good match. Kevin Owens might jump off the pirate ship. He's um, yeah, he's gonna try if he get the fuck up there. Uh, <laughs> they the clips like leaked the other day. And he was like, "Oh, that's gonna be a challenge." What's his tweet? Look, I was like, he, that's really high up, man. Really, really high. I, I am of the mind, and I don't know how many people agree with me with this. You know, I talk about Cesaro being underutilized, but I think one of the best, like pure best talents that they have is Kevin Owens. Yep. In every facet of the game, from his talking to his social media to his in ring ability. He just presents something that's totally different. I wish they would give him the title. He's just really. I think he'll get it again eventually. To me, I think his career is really going to mimic Chris Jericho's career in the WWE. See, I don't know if they're going to do that. Like, like they give him the show. Like they, they, they see a lot of what they saw in Chris Jericho. He's held the title once. It's not like he's never been champion. No, no, no. It's just true. um, And he had a nice little run, but it's it's one of those things where. They can give him the title again, but he'll also be IC champ two more times. He'll be a tag champ one or two more. You know, like, he's not mid-card per se, but they just keep him lingering. He's the ultimate chameleon for them. And that was Jericho. Like, he'd go from ice cold to, like, yo, we're throwing you in the fucking program with Kevin Owens, and next thing you know, it should be main eventing. Because they have, like, yeah. the festival of friendship, and it's just genius. 
No, nah, but see, the thing about Jericho is he was like super duper over. The man was the first undisputed champion. The man has held the title multiple times. He had a billion reiterations of himself, tag champions. Jericho was always on the top of the card in some way, shape, or form. There's never really been a time where Jericho got buried. Even when he lost to Fandango at WrestleMania, which I was like, what the fuck did they do this for? But Jericho has always been that guy. Owens disappears a lot because I think they're so crowded with talent. I don't know if they know what they're going to do with him. And I look at Kevin Owens and I'm just like, no, he is, he is quietly like, he won't have a bad match. No. If you move a lot of the people out of the way that are around and you just put Kevin Owens back in the main event picture, it's money. He doesn't miss. I mean, so I don't think him and Roman career. was great. That's what, I don't think you have a Jericho career because Jericho did a lot of first. Jericho came in on fire. Kevin Owens came yeah. in on fire. But Jericho was like peak. Jericho beat Triple H when Triple H was running shit on Raw. That one crazy Raw when they ended up, Earl Hebner gave him back the title. But yeah. he was always at the top. Owens won't get there. It has nothing to do with his talent or ability. It's just the way the roster is set up. But I say that to say, Kevin Owens is like spectacular. I don't know if he'll ever maximize his potential. I just hope they're paying that man good because he is really fucking good. Yeah, listen, he took a lot of fucking bumps on that body. Yeah. Stay on TV, use him a little bit, do whatever you can, give him a mania match every year, pay the man. That's all I can ask. Fuck it. If he wants more, then God bless. But if not, just at least do right by him in that regard to him. That's all I ask. Don't leave him in catering. Um, then we have Big E versus Apollo Crews. Nigerian, Nigerian drum, drum fight. It is now listed as a fight. Nigerian drum fight. Um, I don't know. Wale is walking out Big E. Give me Big E. I mean, so guys, and Apollo goes back to catering, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very honest with you. I tell E, I don't want to know the finishes to your matches. I don't. I don't I just don't tell me. I got to be a fan to a degree. We're friends. I don't want to know. And it's like, I'm never going to ask. I don't want to know. So... That being said, I feel like Biggie kind of has to win this match because. Will you text him and complain if it's shitty afterwards? Yes, he knows. Okay, so <laughs> you just don't want to know beforehand. But if it's shitty. Oh, yeah. No, I text I, I, You know, after SmackDown, like I'll watch SmackDown and I tell him, like, because he always asks me, like, why are you watching that shit? He hates when I watch SmackDown. And I'm just like, y'all watch SmackDown. And then, like, when he got pinned by Apollo, I was like, what the fuck was that? And he was like, he's just telling me, like, there's some bullshit or whatever. But, like, this Nigerian drum fight, so the joke that I've had with E was, like, how long can Apollo keep up this accent? Because the longer he talks, if you watch the promo where he's cutting, he's talking about the Nigerian drum match, there's several instances during that promo where he just becomes American again. And then you can see him, like, oh, shit, I got to become fucking Nigerian. And I feel like this is really hard to do because it's not like he can only do this when he's cutting promos. He's from WrestleMania week. Apollo's done a ton of interviews and he had to use this dumbass accent that comes with a ridiculous laugh. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh my God. He used it in interviews? He has to. It's his character now. It's like Kofi being Jamaican? Yes. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, and during WrestleMania week. And it's not like Apollo's been doing this for a year, so it's second nature to him. He's just started this angle. And now he's just done like back to back to back to back to back media days and interviews having to do this accent. That's where they so fucked up. Like it should have been this from when he got to the main roster. If that's what you were going to do, but it's bad. It's just bad. Yeah. And nobody knows what a Nigerian drum match is. I've asked him, what is this? He's like, I don't know. Ariel Hawani asked Biggie on <laughs> the MMA shower. And he, he asked me, he said, I don't know. And I texted him, I was like, did you really tell me? He's like, Dog, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I don't know what, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> he he didn't tell me that they booked this to be a Nigerian drum match. Like he told me, he was like, "You're gonna laugh when you watch SmackDown." And then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh," and I, t- I text him, "What the fuck is a Nigerian drum match?" And he literally texts me, "I don't know, Andreas. I don't know." So he, <laughs> I have no idea. Vince will but, tell him eventually. Yeah. So, <laughs> Bottom line is, it feels like he's got to win this match. Um, I asked Daniel Bryan, you guys will see my interview. You probably should see it by now. Daniel Bryan, I asked him unprompted. I said, Daniel, you're looking to leave this company. Your time is almost up. If you had to hand the torch to one wrestler to carry it into the new frontier, who would it be? He didn't even hesitate. He said, Biggie. And, he, and I said, why? 
And he said, because what can't he do? He's like, seriously, if you want him to do like the, the whole make a wish shit, like John Cena, he's like, he can do that. If you want him to have like the serious streak, he can do that. Does he look the part? He's like, look at his chest. Looks like a fucking monster. There's nothing he can't do. Look at his and chest. I, yeah. <laughs> Big man bumping me. But there's, there's quite literally nothing that he can do. E, Kevin Owens, there are guys on this roster that could really carry in the frontier. But Daniel Bryan hitched his wagon to Big E. So I feel like Big E kind of has to win. And I, I feel bad for Apollo because if he loses, I have no idea where he goes from here. He would have now lost like four straight title matches. It's just so wild. They, they really made it hard to justify why this match was happening. They were like, oh, I beat you in a tag match, but you beat me every other week. So I deserve the, <laughs> what? No. Yeah. But here we are, Nigerian drone match. match. Looking forward to the Wally answers. When when he told me that, like he was like, yeah, I'm gonna have Wally walk me out. And I was like, oh that's dope. And he was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, they, I guess they're gonna perform the song. And you know, cool. He's more excited about that shit than I'm not gonna say he's more excited than the match. It's his first singles match at WrestleMania too. So oh that's dope. Yeah. Well good. He forgot I had to tell him, but whatever. <laughs> he's like you he doesn't watch his own shit. He dog listen I'm gonna tell listen. I don't know. Again, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast. Strangely enough, I was looking at like our rankings and I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh shit, we're ranked globally? I was like, this is incredible. Um, but me and E, the reason why we're friends is we're very alike. Except we don't look the same. It's more like twins with Schwarzenegger and DeVito and yeah, obviously you know who I am. You're half but, of his chest. Yes, but he won't watch his matches and I tell him like, I won't listen to my shit. It's, we're very similar in that way. We, I can't. I can't. He will that never so watch his weird. matches. That and he can't so take a compliment. Weird. He can't take a compliment. Oh, he's just like you then. Yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> he's looking at me and then like yelling, because I yell at him, like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you? Take this compliment. Like, we had a conversation the other day. You know, obviously we're doing Our Heroes Rock. And I was telling him, you know, he was doing a bunch of stuff. We had talked to Titus. Titus obviously got the Warrior Award and we did like a three-way call. And I was telling him just like, yo, man, you've been doing a lot of great work. And he folds his arms. I'm like, yo, fucking unfold your arms. He's like, I don't know how to take compliments. Stop. It, I was like, and then he looked at me, he's like, pot calling kettle. And I was like, fuck you, man. Like, I, I don't know how to take compliments either. So I get it. But he just truly is one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. So when Daniel Bryan says it and he says all those reasons, I was like, yeah, yeah. So he can't, he kind of can't lose, man. It's it just, it just feels like the right guy. If they ever want to push a guy to the moon, it would be him. Don't know if it'll ever happen. We'll see. Hopes. I mean, again, we said that multiple times. He, just like Daniel Bryan said, he has everything. Yeah. We've been rooting for the guy since I ever met him. <laughs> like yeah. when we were, we used to talk about the new day, it was like, Biggie is a star. Yeah. What do they do? <laughs> I was shocked that they pushed Kofi. Yeah. And Kofi Mania is great. Yeah. And in, in tears, but I, I thought he would be that guy. Um, yeah. And listen, plenty of time. His time is still, still coming. I think he's 10 years younger than Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the man has time. Uh, then we have match of the weekend, oh, the no. fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Oh, you think there's gonna be some pre-production shit? No, they're putting it in the ring. You Boy, thought yeah. maggots on the ring was crazy. <laughs> By the way, you know that's coming back. Um, oh, we get burnt up fiend against Randy Orton. I don't even. I really just want the original fiend back. How are they gonna explain to him not being burnt? He can't be burnt forever. You still so, are you still on this this wagon? Are you still rolling with this shit? Yes, until the fucking wheels fall off. Man. This match yeah. might be ugly though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Dog, they've done like I again, I just watched all these WrestleManias. I watched this match and for us that oh my god, it was so fucking bad. Like it was so bad. That's why question, can it be any worse? Maybe than that much. <laughs> like it really can. Like, I mean, that match was awful. And this match, they spent months building to this, and it, it's going to end up being a regular-ass wrestling match? Good luck. Fiend's got to win, though, right? Yeah. The man set him on fire. You can't then lose. He set you on fire. Very disrespectful. Oh, this match is going to suck. It's oh, not going to be great. It's, it's, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I can do a lot, and I'm riding with the riding with the match, going down with the ship. It's not going to be great. But maybe 
will be sports entertained. That's nah, maybe, nah, maybe, nah. maybe that's bad bunny. Bad bunny's in the sports entertainment. These two are going to piss me off. Um, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, this is Rhea's winning. Like it is yeah. like they've crushed all momentum Oscar has rolling into this. Oscar's losing. So yeah, she loses. next. Yeah. Like I don't have nothing else to say. No, Rhea, all we got here, here, all we got to say is this. Y'all did, they tried, they've been trying really hard to get this title off Oscar. It was like, hey, Charlotte. Charlotte was like, ah, I don't feel good. They was like, oh, fuck. Rhea, we're going to call you up. You want a title match? For literally no reason. Yep. None whatsoever. And then Oscar was like a complete goof. So now Oscar and Eos Ryder both lose their titles and maybe they should go to stardom or some shit because this ain't it. Yeah, I mean, Oscar's on TV all the time. She'll get the title back in like six months like they always give it to her so whatever they'll just forget about her and make her do clunky tag team shit for a while and then we have roman reigns versus edge versus daniel bryan in the sunday night main event um edge great interview on sports nation this week where he mentions like hey listen a year and a half ago it's very possible that none of us thought it was possible that none of us thought we'd ever wrestle again he's like i had you know, didn't know if I was going to get cleared to come back into the ring. It was before the Rumble. He didn't know. Um, Daniel Bryan, considering retirement, he was injured for a long time with injuries as well. And then Roman Reigns was battling his second bout with cancer. And then now those three men are main eventing the match together. Fuck it, I'm sold. Great. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I work for ESPN, so I had to see that. Um, it would have been great if they would have told that story, you know, maybe on air. And you could have had you know, two baby faces and one heel. Why you need two heels and baby face? I don't know. Um, we'll see how stuff shakes down on, you know, during the match and how they work it out. I don't think the match is going to be bad. Roman Reigns hasn't had a bad match since. Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. And Edge, I mean, shit, I saw him versus Randy Orton put together a pretty good match. It's going to get time. I think it's going to be okay. I don't know who wins. Just give me Roman Reigns to keep the title. But I wouldn't be shocked if any of them won because in a triple threat, it's very easy to get the belt off Roman without him getting pinned. So you can keep it strong and DB can pin Edge, to be honest. Yeah, I think the the insertion of Daniel Bryan in this match is it's, it's weird. It's weird. It was just like, all right, let's just do it because you, you worked so hard to get to Roman and Edge. And then it was just like, boom, here's Daniel Bryan. And it makes me think it's a cop-out. It makes me think, look, they don't want to pin Edge. They don't want to pin Roman. You know who can eat this pin and won't bother anybody? Daniel Bryan. So I think this is the way to get the title off of Roman by Edge pinning Daniel Bryan. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to like it. If Daniel Bryan eats the pin from either of these guys, I'm going to hate that he's even in the match. Oh, I 100% believe he could do that. Then why why else would he be in the match? That's why he's in the match. But I just... The idea of putting him in because you don't want to pin either of those guys, is it's a cop-out, man. Shit or get off the pot. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. Pin one of them. If Edge pins Daniel Bryan, best believe Edge and DB will be the main event of Money in the Bank, which is the first pay-per-view after this now. Um, no. It It'll is. be Roman. Roman will be pissed because he lost his title. No, Roman will be in the Money in the Bank match, oh, and he will no. be Mr. Money in the Bank. Mm. Yep. I don't, I don't. He I, will hold the briefcase as the head of the table and it'll work. But then maybe he cashes in that night. I don't, dog, because we he can't cash in that night. Or <laughs> Roman's not situation. Otis. I'm just saying, we can't wait and then be like, what the fuck are we doing? This no, briefcase? but Roman, there is none of that. Like, whenever Roman catches in, it feels really good. <laughs> like, I mean, he's that big of a character. It'd be their first successful cash in since before Corbin. I can't tell you the last person who felt like they should hold the briefcase. Yeah, see, I think whoever gets pinned, I think, is the one entering the money in the bank because they're the one who lost. The one who didn't, like, if, if Roman loses his title without getting pinned, I don't think he's going into money in the bank. I think he's immediately going in the match to try to get his title back while the mm-hmm. other person has to go into the money in the bank. Either way, the way I just look at it is it's either Edge or Roman winning and Brian's getting pinned, and I'm not going to like that. Um, and I'm going to say they did this to get Edge the title to keep Roman strong. I think that's exactly what they're doing. Fine by me. Give Edge his moment. Yeah, whatever. The problem man almost never wrestled again. Give the man a give the man his moment. The problem is, Edge has been playing heel, which is his best form. It is, 
But then how do you kind of pivot to a Roman versus Edge match as both heels? You don't. You go Edge DB as heels, and you let Roman get money in the bank, and then Roman just stalks from a distance. Let him hold it. Give Edge I, I, another baby face. I just hope the match is good. I think, I think it could be good. I think it will just, be good. I just don't want to see Daniel Bryan getting pinned. It's the last match at WrestleMania. And you, you're you're copping out by pinning a guy who has no problem losing. I will be drunk as a skunk by this point. Because I'm watching from home. Beers do not cost $14. I need to stay awake. I will be drunk as a skunk and very sports entertained by this. But then, like, I'm going to think the Fiend match is four stars. I would be that, that tipsy. So we shall see. I, I have high hopes for this main event. We'll see how it plays out. For everyone listening, that is our WrestleMania preview. I appreciate you guys staying tuned, staying entertained by us for two different nights, two different shows. Make sure you guys check out our NXT recap if you haven't already. That came out yesterday. We appreciate you. As always, follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. You can follow me at Kel Dansby, him at Andreas Hale on all platforms. Check out our other show, Wrestling with Stereotypes, on adfreeshows.com. Great guests coming up, amazing guests in prior shows, many of them showing out during WrestleMania week on the NDC. And it has been fun watching all of them get their shine. Shout out to the collective, shout out to For the Culture Show with GCW. It's, it was just great, man. Um, if you guys haven't watched that, Fight TV. Make sure you guys buy that and support all of the homies who put on a great show. Um, happy career and retirement to Faye Jackson. Man, Faye, Faye's hanging him up, but she's going out in style. Went out in style with the gray sweatpants battle royal. Hopefully she continues doing that every year. She is just an incredible person. Um, so much fun to talk to. That was great. You know, she suffered an injury lately and, you know, decided to hang it up. But Faye's incredible. She can do many things. So wish the best of luck to her. Make sure all you guys are staying safe. Enjoy pro wrestling, man. That's it. Enjoy pro wrestling. We're going to have it every single night from now on because NXT is moving to Tuesdays. Enjoy pro wrestling. Support these people. It's their livelihood. They entertain us. We always talk about booking and everything, but we wish all of them the best. And that is the truth. We'll be back next week to recap WrestleMania and talk all about that and then get back into the other combat sports as we prepare for, hey, Dre, maybe the biggest boxing match of the year, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Stop it. Cut it out. (laughs) Uh, We'll be doing all that next week. We appreciate you guys. Until next time, we're out. Peace.